1: welcome back to the millennials podcast
2: i'm smith i'm seth and it's the voice that makes you moist marcus marcus
1: long time no see there marcus and yeah, here man. again
2: back back where it all began <laughs> i do think it so, so
0: some inside baseball stuff for the listeners is normally on every we record the podcast on mondays mm-hmm. we're all in the eastern time zone so normally around every monday even though we do it at 7 p.m every monday one of us goes into our little group chat and is like hey recording at 7 p.m tonight and then you know we're like yeah maybe somebody's like oh i can't make it blah blah blah." normal podcast talk stuff uh last monday uh, because of you know circumstances uh me and me and smith weren't recording and thus we never sent a message to the group also marcus never even attempted to reach out and be like hey we're <laughs> we recording Anything happening tonight?
2: Listen, man, I was already like four universes ahead of you guys. Okay. Okay. I, I saw that I saw that nothing was uh, posted in the Discord, mm-hmm. and I also saw some pictures that um, verified you guys' location. So I was like, Oh, oh okay. there's there's no way they're podcasting okay. today. Continuing yeah. life. <laughs>
1: Now, what we should note is that because Mia said to not record, Marcus did do a solo episode that is still being uh, edited. Yeah. It was four and a half hours long, so it's going to take me a little while. And he through slept it. in the middle of it, weird did. There was a two-hour nap in the middle of that podcast. Yeah, that's right. There's a of- was also a 37 and 13-second uh, stretch where Marcus just... Mumbles to himself as he plays Genshin Impact. Yeah, you yes. can just hear little clicks and clacks of the keyboard. Okay, now you're starting
2: to scare Genshin. me. I think this might actually be real now.
1: <laughs> so look forward to the Marcus Solo app. It's going to be uh, an experimental podcast mm-hmm. that's uh, going to break some yeah, boundaries. We're call cubris, you know, I call it Hubris, the put, podcast. <laughs> God,
2: I hate, I, hate, I hate you both. Should put it uh-huh. up on the, uh, the Patreon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Ah, uh, yes. So
1: boys, uh, we missed a week of, uh, of podcasting. I guess what we missed in the real world—nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we missed a lot of stuff. We did. Um, we did. It's just that most of it was irrelevant and boring. Uh, I will say though the biggest news is happening right now that is relevant to our podcast is that uh, Israel is beginning to genocide the Palestinians. They are moving in to Gaza, and they are shooting random people in the street and burning down Al Aqsa Mosque, which is one of the oldest and uh, and most sort of like beautiful mosques in the world. And the Western world is standing by and letting this happen. No support for the Palestinians.
0: Yeah, because we're categorizing it as Israel defending itself. Correct. Because mm-hmm. I saw, I saw it. Somebody was asked, like, "Oh, is it okay for Israel to defend themselves?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of course." It's like, "How about Palestine?" And he's like, "You know, I'm not really the guy to talk to about <laughs> these kinds of." I can't, I can't speak for everyone else in the world. <laughs> it's the same question. Yeah,
1: my what he says is, "I'm not in the position to debate the legalities from up here." Wow. Wow. You're literally in that spot. That's what you do. Yeah, you are being asked about this. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Ned Price, who sounds like a third-string Harry Potter character. Uh, sadly, is not British, but is American. No, he sounds yeah. like uh, like uh,
0: on Mad Men, Harry Price. He'd be like his uh, his nephew from mm-hmm. who tried to come over from England, but like got blocked by uh, visa issues and. He's just all grimy and dirty. That will be him.
1: Yeah, probably. And so this is useless, and it's terrible what the Palestinians are doing, or what what, what is being done to them. Because they're saying they're saying like, <laughs> oh, the the Palestinians are firing rockets into Israel. Okay, well, I mean, who who gives a shit? Like they're yeah. on their land. Like they took their land from them and are putting them in ghettos and people over here in the west are justifying it being like oh israel is defending itself like you said in israel they're not saying that they're saying get rid of the fucking palestinians they don't there's no pretense for them it's straight up like we're saying what we're doing it's crazy and where where oh where
0: is gal gadot in all of this you know (laughs) we gotta ask ourselves what's she doing right now
1: yeah why why is gal gadot being allowed that's the end of the sentence oh. yeah why <laughs> <No continuation. laughs> why
0: is she being allowed
1: <laughs> it's uh yeah i saw on the gal gadot tip real quick i did see them talking about how uh joss whedon like threatened her on the set of justice league of like i'll ruin your career if you uh if you don't go along with what i'm doing here and i'm just like how desperate did joss whedon have to be to try and big dick you know a person and on the set of his movie Yeah.
0: I didn't read the whole article, but it was funny, like, because in the the blurb, the quote they used from her, it was like, if you don't do this, I'm going to ruin your career. And I'm like, what was he even telling her to do? What if it was like... (laughs) (laughs) What if it was... I mean... I'm just imagining what could what what could he have said that an actor didn't want to do, and he'll be like, "I'll it's, ruin your career." Was probably
1: the scene where fucking the Flash's face ends, ends up in her fucking boobs. Is probably what that's, the scene was.
0: That's actually probably probably very true.
1: Can you imagine like, being an actor? You know, at, at this point, pretty I'd say pretty high up, uh, undeservedly so for her, yeah. uh, being told like, "Hey, let this guy put his face in your boobs for comedy." Yeah.
0: And the weird thing is, what if it's something that didn't even make it in the movie because of how. Bad it was you know
1: wow wasn't it in the whedon cut but not the, the snyder cut because yeah yeah someone i think it was you said sent me a video of comedy bits from the whedon cut of justice league and i cannot believe that
0: someone signed off i, on I can't that. believe they made it into the final cut of a multi hundred
2: million dollar movie it's funny i don't even remember like most of the gags from the whedon cut <laughs> No, the the one that everyone kind of, like, harps
0: on that is is absolutely awful is, like, I don't know if it's when he first meets The Flash, but when, like, Bruce Wayne meets The Flash, The Flash goes on this big rant about why he doesn't understand why people eat brunch, and it's just, like, the most, like, I don't know, Weekend Update, C-tier, like, it's the script that they won't even accept on Weekend Update for, like, one of the characters to come on and perform about why he thinks brunch is dumb, and I'm like this, and it, and it, the thing is, this it drags on. It's not just a quick like, oh, I hate brunch comment. It's like <laughs> a whole explanation as to why he does not like brunch, and he thinks people who eat brunch are bad,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's the joke. And it it's so painful to watch.
1: You know, it reminds me of Seth? What? Uh, Martin Lawrence is banned from SNL. Did you know that? Yes.
2: What? You know why?
1: No. Because during his monologue, he went on a rant about uh feminine uh, hygiene standards in america when it comes mm-hmm. to their uh, uh nether regions and how he thought that they were falling short of his st- arbitrary standard of what it of should course, be and apparently in future broadcasts of the episode of martin lawrence they cut his audio out and it just puts a, a thing over the over the screen that says snl does not endorse what martin was saying here and we have no opinion on feminine hygiene standards in america but he does recount several instances of experiences in his own life but i'm like holy shit what did he fucking say like i would love to have heard it right. what do they do when they rebroadcast the adrian brody episode <laughs> oh yeah also <laughs> banned from snl yeah Jeez. speaking of snl
0: oh god gotta talk
1: about latest guest
0: we have to invoke his name on the podcast everyone let's stand in the circle and hold hands <laughs> This past weekend on Saturday Night Live. Oh my god. Elon Musk was the host.
1: Okay, no. I feel I feel gross. I feel yeah. gross. For you advertising
2: in. for Elon again. Shit.
1: Elon, it's like that it's like the fucking scene in uh in Endgame where Thanos is like, where has it brought you back to me? It's like <laughs> yeah. we always come back to Elon, man. And in his
0: most effective promotion, for cryptocurrency yet, Dogecoin lost 30% of its value after skyrocketing for months mm-hmm. um, because of just how bad of a spokesman he is for it and how unfunny he is.
1: And hey, when we say skyrocketing for months, we mean it went to like $4. <laughs> we well, have,
0: yeah, I mean, but people, when you bought it, it was like worth half a penny. Right. So yeah, when exactly. you, you like people over here making hundreds of thousands of dollars off of it and then it just drops like, 30%, which apparently is a lot of money for some people.
1: And everyone is losing their minds because he was he revealed in the opening monologue that he has Asperger's. And it's like, first of all, no shit. It's like second things of all, is I already knew for 200, Alex. Second of all, <laughs> who cares? Who yeah. cares? Because he claims he was the first person to have Asperger's to host SNL. Incorrect. Dan Aykroyd has Asperger's and was fucking sure. on that show. Come on, guys. Like, why are you eating this shit up from him? Also, who cares if the richest man on the planet has Asperger's? Yeah. Fuck you. Also, how do we still not have a new name for Asperger's yet? (laughs) I'm actually told that we that Asperger's is outdated and should not be used because the guy who really? it was named for is like a Nazi or some shit. So I don't I don't know what the correct term is now, but that's the one that he said, so we're using it here. I guess what it's called mustoids now. I don't know <laughs> mustoids. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, Seth,
0: that's even worse. Oh yeah, I would hate that. I would I would absolutely <laughs> not like that. Um, but yeah, people made a big deal about how he said he has Asperger's, which whatever. Uh, the more important thing is that it proves something I already knew, once again, is that he is completely devoid of any kind of charisma and is the least funny person I think maybe that has ever been on SNL.
1: I watched some of those skits.
0: And Donald Trump hosted that show.
1: Yeah, <sighs> who He was funnier, because Donald Guess Trump what? is a funny person.
0: Also, Hillary Clinton has been, the real Hillary Clinton has been in skits on that show, yeah. and she's not withstanding <laughs> from this... <laughs>
1: From this statistic, the Wario skit is quite possibly one of the worst things I've ever seen in my Marcus, life. Marcus, did you watch the
0: Wario skit? I did not. Good. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. Because I'll just tell you what happens in it
2: uh-huh.
0: Elon Musk wears a Wario costume with a big mustache and does the flattest, uh, like comically over the top Italian accent ever. It's like oh, you can no. tell he's trying to be like, hey, mamma mia, it's a pizza. But instead he sounds like, yeah, I, the, the other day I was at the store. And it was like, I, I think he's trying to do the big accent, but he's just so bad at it that it is
1: false.
2: Oh, God, that's awful.
1: It's bad. Also, the actress playing Princess Peach gives her an Italian accent. Which canonically yeah. just makes no sense,
0: and honestly, I I don't know how they overlook this in the writers' room. You're right, yeah, she's exactly. got her
2: whole like own kingdom. She, she clearly talks in exactly. games. Usually, she
0: should clearly be British.
2: Right, it's
1: ridiculous. It just I don't know why we're harping on that. As I had to bring it up. I'm sorry. I was watching the skit yeah. and she starts speaking an Italian accent because I guess the joke of the skit is art Italian is funny, which is true, but you did it badly. <laughs> Exactly. Italians are hilarious. Watch
0: Sopranos. I mean, it's great. <laughs> Funniest show ever. Um, but yeah, and then on the weekend update part he came out, and I guess he was doing a character. I couldn't really tell what the bit was with his weekend update thing, but the entire time, and he mentions Dogecoin like five times in the episode. And on the weekend update part he like does like a little explanation of Dogecoin or whatever, and I think that is the exact moment that Bryce plummeted. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um and the people who are people who are on you know they're still against the crypto thing they're like i actually think what elon was doing was purposeful he meant to tank the value so that now he can buy more of it and then when the value and then when it goes up be even richer which is possible he,
1: he announced that they're they're gonna send a rocket to the moon paying only in dogecoin for it
2: oh boy
1: yeah <laughs> which, is just like- which is impossible
0: you it's can't true. pay a steel company in Dogecoin. They won't take
1: it. That's true. That is true.
0: You can't pay a whoever makes microprocessors with Ethereum, okay? <laughs> they just don't take
1: it. I mean, because again, the biggest problem with cryptocurrency is that it's not a currency. It's a commodity, because commodities are valued in currency. If it was currency, you would value things in fucking Bitcoin, and you don't. You track Bitcoin's price in fucking U.S. dollars exactly it's not it's not a currency if your currency is relied on other currencies to be valuable you don't have a currency you have a, a special magic number that you that somehow <laughs> is valuable for you also if if let's say bitcoin were to for some
0: reason become like the currency of the world they would have to number crunch the hell out of it because mm-hmm. can you imagine going to a grocery store and they're like okay your bill comes out to 0.00000000412 bitcoins and you're like oh let me see how much i got and you go through your phone it'll be weird they got to number
2: crunch that shit at that point wouldn't couldn't you just pay like a fucking dollar and exactly (laughs) with its value now just (laughs) call it a day
1: (laughs) i saw some guy saying like the good news about bitcoin is because only 20 million bitcoins can ever exist there will never be a bitcoin billionaire cool
2: awesome Who's I accepting mean, Bitcoin for <laughs> yeah. payment
0: again? But if Bitcoin is valued against fiat currency, you could be a, technically be a billionaire for Bitcoin if the value in fiat currency goes high enough. Uh, but also, I don't care.
1: <laughs> Seth, <laughs> you once know? again, once again, it's not a currency. It's a commodity yeah. because it's valued in regular actual money. Yeah. It's, There's no difference between cryptocurrency
0: and NFTs. no. no. There's no difference.
1: There's no difference between fucking cryptocurrency and fucking magic cards. Yeah. It's the same concept. <laughs> a black lotus say. is worth $17,000 like a fucking Bitcoin is. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's the same fucking concept. Except with at least
0: in the magic card you get some like art
1: and something to call it, you know? Right. It's like I can't go to the fucking the car dealership and hand them a black lotus and get a car. <laughs> it doesn't work out. If you way. go to the right car dealership, and <laughs> buy. I mean, maybe. If the owner is like
2: an a MTG guy, mm-hmm. maybe. I can't... Sorry, go ahead, Marcus. No, no. I was just going to say some stupid shit like, oh, yes, I'm... finally my Black Lotus can have all my fucking comments. Because this podcast is always saying such
1: smart things. Huh? Yeah, I was, I was really... I felt kind of good there. I was like, man, I'm, I must be really smart if Marcus is trying to not say something stupid. <laughs> Like you can't go to the grocery store and cut off a little tiny sliver of your Black Lotus and give it to the cashier for your food.
0: I like how Black Lotus is now our only <laughs> point of reference. <laughs> okay,
1: fine. Ancestral Recall. Who gives a shit? Like it's- I, don't, I don't know that one. Can you go back to Black Lotus? An- uh, uh, yeah, I can go back to Black Lotus. Don't worry. Anyways. What does Ancestral um, Recall do? It's one blue, draw two cards. Damn. Woo! I mean, I mean incredible great. value. It's insane. Yeah. Enormous. Um, before they knew what the fuck the, the card should be costed for things. But yeah, it, so it's just the same thing. And cryptocurrency again is stupid. It's stupid. And it's wiped out all the energy we've saved on solar power. Do You know that just Bitcoin alone Wait, is now using all the power we use for solar power. That's what it's, it's basically. It's, it's wiped out that, that entire game we've made. Yeah. Because
0: people mine it so much and they have these, big beefy rigs that take a lot of power
1: holy Mm -hmm. shit
2: i had no idea it took so much server
0: farms don't even do as much
1: harm as they do let's not forget how much of our rare earth metals that are used for graphics cards particularly are going into fucking mining imaginary numbers they're not doing anything Yeah, like you could argue that using to play a video game also isn't doing anything. No, someone is deriving enjoyment from that. Yeah, there's no. And I paid
0: someone for the video game. Right. The marketplaces at work when I do that. Yeah. Shit. So
1: I see now they're even like talking about like trying to address the national, the international like electronic shortage we're, we're seeing now. It's crazy. Yeah. They said that
0: the PS5 shortages are going to extend into
1: 2022. Yep. Dang. Also, so, there's a new yeah. PS5 version coming out already. It's going to have, like, somehow it's going to use less of that stuff. I don't know how, but... I'm sure that's going to be very fun for the developers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, guys. It's But, yeah. The point is, Saturday Night Live absolutely sucks shit, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Elon Musk should not be hosting anything that involves comedy. <laughs> Written or improvised, the man is not funny.
1: Shame. Also, I, I saw that according to Azalea Banks, yes. that accent he puts on is fake. That South African accent he uses is made up because no South Africans sound like that. Interesting. She says that he just puts it on like for uh, uh, public appearances and whatnot. And at home, he sounds totally different. And he sounds like, Mamma Mia, it's a pizza! <laughs> his natural voice
2: Uh (laughs) I'm just trying to imagine
1: like what if Elon Musk goes home and he just sounds like it's a perfect Creole accent and no (laughs) one knows why
0: he talks like the what is it the dude from uh, the Expanse the one that's also on Mad Men and plays Price oh yeah yeah he he has the fucking Belter accent
1: Belter accent yeah (laughs) Belter Lauda that's what he is yeah (laughs) great Jesus Christ Oh, so yeah, that's what's going on with uh, entertainment. It sucks shit. It's bad. Yeah. Today I was listening,
0: I decided to that. I want to start keeping my finger on the pulse in America. So I was listening to the top 100 songs at to a drive today. So I, I listened to the top 100 songs in America. And I've come to one conclusion. Mm. Music is dead. Long live music. Oh. Because, I, I mean, I didn't listen to all 100. I probably listened to like maybe 50 or so. I was skipping ones that sucked. And let me tell you, I skipped like forty-nine of them. <laughs> let me just say that. Much. No, I. Th- it sucks. Mute, there was so many bad songs out there now, and I'm just like, why is why is this what there is now? But I can't blame people. It's not like there's a lot of great alternatives. You sound like
1: a boomer, (laughs) Seth. I do.
0: I do. And the thing is, I know modern music can be good. A lot of music I love is, you know, from the past five or six years. I just think right now we're in a weird drought of Mm -hmm. good music and people are just listening to anything. Really. They're just just like, is there some noise out there? Let me put it in my ears
1: real quick. Jack Hammers and Cicadas? Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Another great band name. My God. (laughs) I now exclusively listen to uh, anime music and SMT soundtracks. You know what? You're probably doing the right thing, (laughs) because video game music and like anime
0: music probably where it's at right now.
2: Yeah, I've been doing that for years, and I'm I'm just glad. And look at Marcus!
0: Look at the success story he is on a
1: podcast now.
0: I remember when I was in college, There's we used to have, like, my, when I lived in the dorms the first year, there was, like, this big, like, game room, basically, people would go to play ping pong and video games and all this, There's there was one guy who was always in there, and he was always playing probably some SMT game on his DS, like, he was always playing some Japanese JRPG game all the time, and he had headphones on, connected to his iPod, and he's always listening. And one day we were like, what what music does this guy listen to? So we went over there and we just like took his headphones off and put them on. He is on a loop listening, on his not coming from the game system, on his phone listening to the Pokemon battle music. Yes.
2: Oh. Oh, all right.
0: <laughs> he just had, he had like a playlist of like a hundred different remixes of the Pokemon battle music and was just listening to that. And I was like, this
1: man knows what's up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the life right there, man. Not
2: bad. Not bad at all.
1: That is, uh, when, I, when I cut the grass, I listen to uh, Persona 5 tracks extended, like, out of 15 minutes each, and just, like, jam out to that. Ooh, I guess. That's right. I was going to start singing the song, and I was like, you don't want to hear that. But
0: uh-huh. the main per- Persona 5 song is probably in my like, top 10 songs all the time. Now, <laughs> I think it's one, so good. Which
1: one's the main one, Seth?
0: You know, I can't sing it, but, you know, it's like, ba bah, 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 that one. Okay. <laughs> the sure. song that goes like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair it's enough. so good. It's like one of the best songs i ever heard. It was one you of know, the best parts of that 150-hour game.
1: Speaking of the PS5, yes. you and I have been playing a new PS5 we game. have been returning
0: eternally to Returnal. Yes. The first PS5 exclusive that's really you know, a, a PS5 shit? exclusive. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. It isn't a remake of another game, or isn't Spider-Man Miles Morales, which sadly is not that good. Um, but yeah, Returnal, it's, first of all, it tugs right on all the things I love, because it's a roguelike, which has, in the past year, become my absolute favorite genre, and throughout playing all these roguelikes I've played, the one thing you noticed is, up until Risk of Rain 2, there was none that were, like, 3D, like, third-person shooters, They're mostly like top-down indie games because they're made by smaller developers because Roguelikes are basically a way to, you know, show off mechanics rather than crazy graphics. But then Returnal came out of nowhere and did both. And it is, you know, top-tier, like, graphically and, you know, mechanics and everything with all the stuff that makes Roguelikes good. And it's still hard as hell. The game is so fucking difficult. And it's so damn hard fun it is easily my game of the year right now uh, and i think and maybe death loop will take it from it but right now i think returnal is just
2: heads and tails above the rest of the stuff we've seen now marcus you know about returnal i do know about returnal i don't have a ps5 so i can't play it but from what i've seen it looks amazing it yeah it's really good
1: I like it a lot because there are a ton of small systems that add up to create yeah. an experience. Like, there's the fact that your guns don't have ammo, they have recharge, and there's an active reload system in the game. Like, Gears of War. Hell yeah. All right. There's also, if you don't get hit and you kill enemies, enough of them, three at a time, you can kill three, three enemies in a row without getting hit, your adrenaline level goes up which gives you a stacking set of bonuses each time. Ooh. Like the first one is your, your active reload bar gets longer and then the second one is like you can see enemies through walls now. It's Each thing is like that. It stacks up. It's really great. There's also the fact that um, there are so many little, like the parasites, which are a positive and a negative thing that you're here to get There's Ooh. the fucking malfunctions. You can get the choices you can make of, do I pick up things that have malignancy that could hurt me and give me bonuses. There's just like, it all adds up to being this incredibly, I'm never bored. There's never a moment where I'm just like, what do I also, the, the, the movement is so snappy and responsive oh, yeah. combat smooth as fuck. And it looks great. The guns all feel nice to shoot, and um, they are useful in every situation, or in certain situations. Like, there are some that are a bit more broadly useful, but there's never a moment where you're just like, this gun totally sucks ass, except for yeah, the electro pylon driver with, with the pylon web is kind of a little bit... Okay. I, I read an interesting review today where the a person
0: said that, you know, there's enough guns with and a different alt fire, because alt fire is like an, an, an added bonus to the gun um, that has a cooldown. They were like, "There's enough guns and alt fires for the game to not get boring, but not so many that you feel like you're you don't have any control over what you know what you're going to get next." And I thought that was a great way to put it because I do like I do feel very much in control of my runs as far as the gun goes. I don't really think there's a lot of bad guns you can take in the game, um, but I'm never overwhelmed, and I think that's so good. And for anybody who hasn't played it yet, if PS5 and you're gonna play it, by the time you get to the second biome, good fucking luck.
1: <laughs> shit is so hard. It's rough. Yeah. It really rewards knowing what enemies can do and constantly being on the move. Uh, you can never stop in this game because you will get destroyed. <laughs> It's really good, like, and also it has an, an interesting little like mystery story with psychological horror aspects to it, which I'm really enjoying. Cool, um, that sounds really
2: interesting. Oh fuck!
1: Yeah, it's a horror, a horror roguelite, which I don't think I've seen too many of those before. Except yeah, for like I can't, of Isaac. I, mean, I can't
0: really do horror games, but this horror is pretty manageable for me.
1: It comes in short bursts, and most of the time you're just killing alien monsters. So it's like, yeah. Speaking of, of legit horror games though, I am also playing Resident Evil eight or Village, Village. depending on <laughs> uh, eight what inch. you think. It is I gotta say, guys, who here played Resident Evil Seven? I've no played one. it, I haven't beat it. Mm. Okay. But you understand that Ethan Winters is the dumbest human being to have ever lived, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like there are there are fucking bags of rocks that have a higher mental quotient than this man does. Okay. Mm. Because Seth, you watched it. We walk into a house, and there's a, a shattered. Uh, everything on the table is broken. Table chairs are turned over. There's warm food still cooking. And Ethan's response is, "Maybe they ran outside." No, no, no. He says, "I think they left." Oh yeah, I they left. <laughs> and the funny thing is,
0: right before we started recording, I watched friend of the podcast Ben stream this game, and he got to that part, and he also cracked the fuck up <laughs>
2: because he's just like,
0: "I think they left."
2: <laughs> Than, yeah, than, you think guys. so, Ethan? <laughs> characters, characters like Ethan Winters are supposed to be like what, like, like filler, f- so the player can insert themselves in the game. He's the main like character. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's supposed to be like a vehicle for for you and whoever's playing. I don't I don't know who thought of this, but <laughs> yeah, stupid dialogue also, like that makes it less. Yes.
1: Fun. <laughs> also somebody at capcom just fucking hates ethan's hands
2: oh yeah
1: in the open, I'm going to give you a little spoiler here, Seth has already seen it, but like in the opening like hour of the game, a werewolf man bites off two of Ethan's fingers, oh. and then later on, you get strung up by meat hooks from the ceiling, and Ethan gets out of this not by, you would think, raising his hand up to pull it off of the hook, no, he just pulls down until the meat hook rips through the rest of his hand between his fingers, and then he's crying like a bitch, and he <laughs> pours some chem fluid on there, and he's fine.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> back, back to 100% operational procedures.
1: Still shooting guns, um, running around, breaking pots, like a fucking Zelda game. <laughs>
0: well, earlier watching Ben stream, I did come up with the best casting for Chris Redfield whenever he's going to be in one of the movies. Tom Hardy.
2: Oh! Hmm. I think work.
0: Tom Hardy fucking gets Chris Redfield.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. Just yeah, a, and Evan yeah.
0: Winters can be...
1: Evan Peters. Boom, there you go. (laughs) Damn, Seth, you did it in one. (laughs) Exactly. That game, uh, Seth watched me play like one of the opening moments of the game where there are just like tons of werewolf men and you are running for your life through this this town and it's just insane. Like, it it did really feel fun as fuck to be like, ah, oh shit, oh god, there's a guy. Yeah, then when you think you've seen
0: everything, then you see... Another thing, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's gonna play the game, but you see this other guy mm-hmm. and you're like, There this guy's in the game?
1: <laughs> and then you're like, Oh fuck, I'm done. A guy who should be in like Sekiro or something. Yeah, he literally looks up.
0: like a Sekiro mini boss.
1: Also, Capcom really fooled all of us because uh Lady D is just one of four. Like in villi- like in, in in Resident Evil Seven, remember how there were four crazy people in the house they fight? Mm-hmm. She's just one. She's not like the main villain of the game. She's a, a small, she's like she's like three hours of the game, maybe. Yeah,
0: I think they cut a trailer with her in it, and they field tested it, and people were like, yeah, we want her to step on us, and they're like, okay, well, let's beef her up in the marketing then. <laughs> uh, they're like, oh, are we going to make her a big part of the game? I'm like, no, we don't have time for that shit.
2: <laughs> we already made the game. No, Yeah,
1: <laughs> clip it and ship it, my man. I guarantee you, right now, in six to eight months, there will be a DLC where you mostly focused on her character. I, I guarantee it. Oh.
0: oh,
2: yeah.
1: She's
0: too you'll marketable to, not to. You'll get to see her origin stories.
2: Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, have y'all seen the mods where they've turned Lady Demetrescu into Thomas the Train Engine?
0: Yep. They do that with every every video game. If there's one like big bad thing, they just turn it into Thomas Seth, the Train Engine.
1: It still has her face. On the thing. Like, they've made her into an actual train <laughs> in the style of Thomas the Tank Engine.
2: Guys, yeah. um, Vamp, I'm going to look this up. It has the
1: dress and everything, and it is truly terrifying.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. I was like, oh, my God, no. Modern. Oh, movie. no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I got to say, there's one. This is obviously horrifying. But two, Mm -hmm. I got to give them credit because like in all the Skyrim mods, they just put like a a PNG, oh, Thomas Dank Engine going around. There's work. There's art that went into this one. Yeah,
2: man. Horrifying
1: art. You know that like months ago, some guy, somebody saw her and fired up Blender and was like, let's get this thing done, baby.
0: Yeah. They made themselves a smoothie and they went and rendered some 3D stuff.
1: (laughs) They use 3ds Max, of course. Of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that game is pretty fun. It, it definitely has a different vibe from Returnal in a lot of ways, clearly. But uh, different experiences. Pretty short, from what I understand. I'm still about halfway through the game now. I'm I'm deep into the castle, and uh, I, and there's more to go after that. So I'm looking forward to it. Well,
0: nice, nice. Um, you know, but back to news real quick. Mm. And right before, right hot off the presses, before the podcast started, Smith here sent us the some some joe biden news you want, want to tell us what happened with uh by the way real quick do either of you ever constantly forget that joe biden's president yeah because earlier when i saw you send that article i was like oh joe biden said this and it took me a second to be like oh yeah president joe biden I, I just it just didn't register for a minute but yeah what what happened
1: you know what seth how about you tell us
0: okay so as we all know the american economy is fa- is crashing because we are treating unemployed people too well uh they are they're getting too easy of a time in in this life without jobs um and because of that we're going to implement an incredible new system (laughs) i feel like joe biden went out here and said this and all the people on his team were like how the fuck are we gonna make this happen because the new system is that to keep people from gaming the system and getting those sweet unemployment dollars in the pandemic, they're going to say that if you are offered a suitable job, suitable, who knows what the definition of that is. Mm-hmm. If you are offered a suitable job and you don't take it, you will lose your unemployment benefits. Um, and I find this to be one of the, the best, one of the most amazing ideas ever, because I have no idea How you define suitable and how do you go about implementing this system? Because they already said the system is going to take more than a year to implement. And I'm like, by then, will (laughs) we even be thinking about all this? By then, we might uh, be fighting each other for water.
2: (laughs) Right. Or dealing with uh, one of those mutated coronaviruses. Yeah. Who
1: knows? COVID fucking 21's up in here now. What's up? Yeah. Jesus.
0: So, yeah. What? How do we, How does this? How do you see this system working?
1: First of all, here's my question. Yes. What do they think the life of an unemployed person is like? Do they think it's all fucking kittens and rainbows. They're and jobs all day? sipping
0: champagne on the on a boat because of <laughs> like, their unemployment checks.
1: Like, do you think that waking up every day knowing that you're getting the bare minimum to exist on is good? And they're having fun. Clearly and you know.
0: their whole, their whole thing is that people don't want to work because they can make you just as much money off of unemployment. And I'm like, if that's true, which is <laughs> not, not necessarily true in the first place, I feel like there's a bigger problem that you're refusing to deal with.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> what, one, oh, one, sorry. One that he, that Joe Biden directly was like, yeah, no, we're not going to increase the minimum wage. <laughs> Sack of shit. Yeah. <sighs> It's like we talked
1: about on the last last episode. It's like that guy in your state, Seth, who said about you know Hardee's isn't isn't hiring. When again, yeah. right down the street, In and Out Burger is paying seventeen dollars an hour to start off, and they're offering burgers for four bucks. I mean, it's not like higher wages lead to higher prices.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very true.
1: It's an attractive wage, is what it is. You won't if you don't have someone to work, you cannot sell anything.
0: Yeah, right. And yeah, if you told someone. That, That they can either, you know, work at Hardee's and make less money, according to these people, um, than to be on unemployment. Why would they work at Hardee's? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just being honest. I'm not even trying to say people are gaming the system. That's just the system. Like, what are you saying? People need to be paid more. Labor needs to be valued higher. If you don't want people to... You know, game the system once again in huge quotes.
2: All right. Uh, at my at my last job, uh, I was making probably like twelve dollars an hour, mm-hmm. and for and when I lost my job, <laughs> unemployment offered me what was it? It was probably like 20, 2100 bucks. Mm-hmm. The fucked up thing about the system. Is that it didn't work? <laughs> I never got my money. Right. Wow. So, I'm, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm not getting unemployment. I'm still looking for a job. No one's no one hired me yet. So basically, I had to survive on like the Trump twelve hundred for for a solid two months before I could yeah. get another a suitable job, <laughs> which yeah. is one that pays at least fifteen dollars an hour for me. Yeah so yeah this if the system worked fully yeah they could yeah they could they might have a leg to stand on but honestly the system's been broken for a long time i think what has been
0: proven to us during the pandemic and the expansion of unemployment is that there are so many people at the top whether they be in politics or in business that don't know what the fuck they are talking about. And they will literally, there's economists who like, during the second or the third round of stimulus, they were like, if $600 is going to change your life, then you probably have bigger problems. And I'm like, yeah, they do. Like, what do you mean? That's obviously the issue, but you're not willing to come up with a solution for it. So $600 is what they need. Let them have it.
2: Exactly
1: it's terrifying that our entire system of government and economics is run by people who are just at Lucille Bluth quote. If it's a banana, Michael, how much could it cost? $10? Yeah. Like that's, that's who runs the world. They have no clue.
0: Except the bad thing is they say that and then they're like, okay, here's $1. Go buy a (laughs) banana. (laughs) (laughs) You know?
1: Yeah. It's see, the thing is, since since what you're looking at, we, we, there are two separate ways to look at it. It's crazy. Yeah. There are us who say, if people are making more money on unemployment than at a job, pay people more to go to work, and they will because they would obviously go to work. Then there are folks who are saying, well, just give them less unemployment money to force them into those low-paying jobs. Mm-hmm. And imagine the mindset it would take to be that person who yeah. says, make them suffer to get them back into the job. <laughs> like
0: That's what I'm what, telling you.
1: What is wrong with your soul? If you go,
0: like I said... If you go into the Twitter replies <clears throat> of anything, you will find the dredges of humanity. And they are saying the absolute worst things in the world. Some of them not even under the guise of anonymity. Just their their whole bio is just their their social security number is out there. Like they are straight up just the worst person and they want everyone to know. Yep. <laughs> and they're out there.
1: Like I saw this this person here. I want to say it on Twitter on the podcast named Soy Team 6. Okay. Ooh, wow. Who has posted a series of pictures and the the caption is this is what $25 minimum wage will look like, which by the way, is anyone even calling for that seriously? Isn't it still $15 for the most part? Is the
0: There was some trend on Twitter today for $25 minimum wage. I don't know why.
1: Well, this person has posted a picture of one of those uh grocery store robots with the uh googly eyes uh, on yeah. it. Yeah. They posted a I guess a touch screen menu at a McDonald's
2: mm-hmm. and
1: a self checkout at some kind of grocery store. First of all, this robot that everyone's talking about here with the fucking rolly with the googly eyes and rolly balls on it, do you know what it does? No. No. This robot drives to the store and it when it finds a spill or something that has fallen onto the floor, it stops. And it alerts a human to come hit, to come pick it up. <laughs> That's this robot's job. That's what it's doing. Yeah. Not really a threat to anybody, I don't think,
0: too much. And guess what? I still think that robot should be destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> Dismantled yeah. for parts.
1: Don't worry, I have eyeballs, so I can find the fallen items. Yeah. On my own. Mm. But like their point and this person is libertarian, so their belief is the minimum wage should be abolished completely. Because that creates, according to them, perverse incentives like the unemployment system and all this kind of stuff. So if you pay people a certain minimum, they won't hire them or whatever, so jobs will disappear. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? The jobs will not disappear. The work still needs to be done. The labor has to be performed. <laughs> right. Not going to go away. Yeah. Paying people less does not solve the problem. Yeah, I 100% agree. And also, they're posting this, and this is what's happening now at 725.
2: Right, yeah.
1: Raising yeah. it is not going to make things any worse than they're already getting.
2: God, God, can we talk yeah. about how shit that seven twenty five is? Have you guys ever had seven twenty five to like live on? Jake, well, not live uh, on, long, but when I was a in long Jay's, time ago. or when yeah. I worked at, sorry convenience store. Right, because I worked at I worked at the freaking airport, and I pushed people in wheelchairs for seven twenty five. I oh my god! At the end of the month. I barely had enough money to go back to work as in I couldn't yeah. afford gas or <laughs> like a train, a train card to get back to the airport. How are you going to yeah. sit there and tell me that, that, that is how people are supposed to like make it or even like to hold a job. If you can't pay me enough to go back to that job. <laughs> Marcus, you were clearly buying too many coffees and too many sandwiches. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, oh I don't God. drink
2: coffee, but you know I fucking love sandwiches. <laughs> I will kill I will kill yeah. before I stop eating sandwiches. No.
0: It was funny, I actually I have a, I have a friend who's like he's not really into cryptocurrency, which is whatever, but he's also like has he's like how all these financial books and I read I read a little bit of one that was like about how to, you know be financially well off or whatever and the funny thing was even this financial guy was like anyone who tells you that buying coffee is why you're poor is completely fucking brain dead <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> you can do the math even a person who makes almost no money if they spend money on coffee they still have no money <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. if they, if there's no amount you can save in your lifetime
2: from not spending coffee for not drinking coffee that is going to make you a millionaire
1: <laughs> right there's just no way
2: <laughs> What, wasn't there a similar argument that oh, you can't like afford healthcare because you have a cell phone? Like, yeah, excuse yeah, me, that. if a cell phone costs the same amount as healthcare, we wouldn't have a fucking problem.
1: Yeah. Like, first of all, the cell phone is not a frivolity; it's a necessity of life in the modern age. Like and anyone who says it isn't is insane because we have made it that
0: way. We have mm-hmm. made it so that access to the internet and information is very important to get through your daily life.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw a crazy statistic the other day that, that was like, there are more smartphones in sub Saharan Africa than there are, like, rains access, than there access to Than there is access to electricity. Like, wow. that's how much a smartphone is necessary to live, even in these places we would consider to not be, you know, as developed as everywhere else. They are vital resources. They are not just something, oh, I'm playing fucking Candy Crush all day on it. It's how you live. Yeah. It's your access to humankind's wealth of knowledge and the ability to function in our society. Like, email, yeah. a cell phone number, to get a job. You're not going to get a job with no fucking phone number, you know? Right. Like, And a landline's going to cost you money, too. So you're fucked either way. Yeah, it's like, what if on a job application they ask for your phone number and you're like, I, I kind of
0: hang around the bridge on weekends. Can you just, like, <laughs> swing by there and talk to me real quick? Because
1: I don't really keep a phone. Uh-huh. And it's also people are like, oh, well, just cancel your Netflix account or, you know, don't buy, you know, a video game or whatever. And I'm like, do you understand that that, that people are not automatons, that we need stimulation and anything that gives you a little bit of joy in this fucking horrid existence is vital to your survival? Because you'll probably just fucking kill yourself at that point. Like, yeah. it's crazy. And even then, it goes back to if I, the amount
0: of money I spend on video games every year. Sure. You can say it's a high number, but it's not a number that is gonna make me like financially wealthy
2: if right. I were to save it. You know. I mean, to be fair, if I haven't put, if I didn't put any money into Genshin Impact <laughs> since it came out, I would definitely have paid off this credit card. But that credit card is still almost done. <laughs> no, Marcus, and-
1: you probably would have spent on something else you enjoyed because that's your enjoyment money that's you making your life worth living by adding entertainments to it you know it's like how it works it's don't the people think oh i would have paid this off if i hadn't bought that thing no it would have been spent somewhere else on something else to make you happy because we have to do those things because that's how it works
2: yeah amen
1: you can't get by on no entertainment or anything right like it's insane people think it's just it's just oh it's just whatever you know this is you're you're spending money frivolously or, or or something
0: no, I would. i jump off a bridge. Like I can't. I. I. I gotta be entertained. That's what I do all day to to
1: <laughs> keep myself alive. Hell yeah! It's just it's wild, man. And and I saw really recently. This is just kind of a <laughs> side a side note to that. I did see the trailer for the new uh, Venom movie. Let mm-hmm. there be carnage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did Y'all watch this? Yeah. Well, I still not it. it. In this trailer, they multiple times threatened the viewer only in movie theaters this year. Like, it says it prominently (laughs) twice, like, only in movie theaters.
0: I'm going to go ahead and tell the people who make Venom this. If it is not, by my standards, safe to be in a movie theater when Venom comes out, I'm going to pass. Also, if it is safe, I'm still going to pass, bitch.
1: (laughs) Tell (laughs) them. Fuck it. It's like, man, are you you really are fucking selling this shit, huh? Like, we're back to normal, baby. It's happening. Yeah. And the movie that we're gonna stake all this on is <laughs> Venom Two. Let there be carnage. Yes. Not this Dune is the movie that will unite <laughs> America as a normal country again. That's right. Hey Seth, but it could be good.
0: I doubt it. But I mean, yeah. And I'm <laughs> I might ne- I'm probably never gonna know. So That's true. Um. I'm I'm sitting over here. I'm waiting for Morbius, man. That's the one that's gonna get oh. me in
1: theaters. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's Marcus. You're talking about like the 7.25 minimum wage. When I was in high school, I was I wasn't living on this money because I lived with my parents, but I did work for 6.55 at a convenience store for a while. It was right when the minimum wage got raised to 7.25. Mm. I was being phased in, and that money was not even enough to do anything. Even as A hobby stuff like you know just to buy like a video game or go out to eat with my friends it was basically nothing yeah Mm -hmm. and that's the minimum wage that is here's what you have to live on to not die and it's not enough it's not enough for anybody
0: yeah when i made minimum wage i was i was walking to work which is a good benefit but i also uh I was living mostly off of uh, student loan refunds, mm-hmm. so if I didn't have that money, yeah, I definitely would have been able to pay for anything that I had at the time. Because the student loan refund, which I'm now obviously paying back, and I'm very, very fortunate to have that, um, yeah, that was like what I lived off of. Seven twenty five. My my paychecks didn't really pay for anything.
1: And people say those are jobs for kids. Those are transitional jobs for students. You know, who are going to work or going to going to school or whatever. That's not who I see working in McDonald's or Burger King. No. Mm -hmm. That's not them. There are 40-year-old, 50-year-old, older people than that of all age groups, really. Yeah. There are some kids in there, but that's not who's working those jobs. Yeah. I'm sorry. And
0: a lot of people who work in, like, fast food and in, like, generally minimum wage jobs, most of them don't have a car. If they do, it's, like, one they got from a family member or, like, from some, like, you know, from some other circumstance. They normally have to get rides to work with other family members. They normally live in houses with, you know, lots of other people. They don't get to have, you know, you know, one, a one bedroom apartment or anything. They, you know, they, they, you know, exist in co-living and a lot of sharing experiences, which lets you know, and the people who they're sharing all this with are also in the same scenarios, which just lets you know that, you know, there's no, there's no mobility. You don't, yeah, you don't get these jobs in high school. Some people have to keep these jobs because of, the, you know, the hand we get dealt under capitalism. It's no one's fault.
1: And remember when they told you that, like, communism led people living in, like, featureless gray block apartments with multiple roommates and stuff like that? Sounds familiar, yeah. doesn't it?
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's, it's And the thing is, those apartments were nicer than the ones we have now because they were at least really standardized, you know, and they had a certain quality of building. And there were enough of them. There were enough of them. Look at the housing market in America right now. It's fucking insane. Right. Yeah, it's
2: actually crazy. I'm surprised they're actually... Because, like, near me, they're building, like, new apartments and new houses. I'm like, holy shit, did y'all fill the other ones? Of course they didn't. Of course they haven't yet. No. And
1: the thing is, is, like, I saw an advertisement on a Zillow for a fucking shack that was basically built in a pit in like near San Francisco going for two point two million dollars. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. And I
0: have I have um some like in laws in Toronto. And yeah, a tiny house that's actually within Toronto's borders, like like two bedrooms barely was two two point five million dollars. Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah. <gasps> In NYC, I saw a fucking apartment that was like, it was like the one from the Blues Brothers that fucking Elwood lived in. Yeah. It was like, bed, stove, door. It was going for $1,200 a month. Hell no. That's insane. It was, it was, you could see roaches on the fucking floor. It was like, that's what you're going to live in. It's a closet. I mean, what is there to say about that? Like, how is that system working for anybody? It's not. It's not no it's just not
0: it's straight up it's fucked
1: it's just it's crazy guys i don't know i don't know like how anyone can defend this or think it can be fixed in some way it's resistant to being fixed it doesn't want to be fixed
0: right well i mean honestly if you have work ethic and uh if you if you actually want to (laughs) work your way up you'll get there that was my favorite tweet chain i saw recently it was like oh if all these billionaires lost all their money they'd get it back through their incredible work (laughs) ethic right (laughs) (laughs) and then somebody was like Somebody, and even if they didn't,
2: all that money would just trickle back down to them, and they'd be it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The circle of life, maybe. Exactly. Tears. Oh, I love it.
1: <laughs> hey, it's just we live in it's just it's stupid shit, and it could be it could be different. Things could be different. I, I saw a great, uh, or I, I saw some great comparison earlier today. So there are men out there. I had to call us out. Guys. Yeah, there are. We are men. Men. Monster trucks, yeah. Uh, bikini girls, and yeah, ham dogs. on the bone. Right. <laughs> um, there are men out there who refuse to wash their buttholes.
0: Okay, wait uh. a minute. I,
1: I take back. For my... <laughs> My camaraderie.
2: This is not what I was expecting. Wait a minute.
1: What? There are men out there who refuse to wash their buttholes because they think that will be gay to touch <laughs> your own butthole.
2: <laughs> oh god. Oh god. This actually explains like a TikTok <laughs> that I saw. Oh wait a minute. It's it's this. All right. So whoever's holding the phone is recording this dude, and they're playing the audio. Oh look, it, it's that guy. That guy who won't spread his ass cheeks to wash his ass. I bet he's got the stinkiest. Because <laughs> there, there was a guy
1: on, I think it was Reddit, who was saying, like, how do I stop my butthole from itching? And they were like, well, you should probably wash it. Because you ever go on a day that washes your butthole and you feel like itchy it gets down there? No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I love the responses. Yeah, we yeah. have... Have two, two sides
2: of the
0: coin yeah. i mean i'm like i mean i'm not like i'm not like i'm unintentional i've forgotten in the past because i was in a hurry and yeah i paid for it it's
2: although itchy, now right? i
0: have a bidet and oh my god i never get itchy anymore oh. bidet is the best
2: he's too fancy to spread his own ass cheeks. No.
0: no i spread them more i might like, get in there water stream <laughs> fucking give me everything
1: it was funny because i was just like well how do this how do these guys deal with the itchy buttholes like how do they like live like that and someone said well they we just accept it it's like the status quo to them and i was like oh so it's like <laughs> capitalism we just accept it yeah
0: we accept the itchy asshole we've been
1: given right because um, we refuse to fucking put our fingers in our butt and uh, and kill all the billionaires
0: yeah i do i do love i cannot i can and will not clean myself because that would and that would make me homosexual <laughs> the and I can't have win. that
2: happen
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they would win the liberals would win big homo would win and I would become gay <laughs> big
2: homo <laughs> they pay their way hi winners. it's me
1: big homo <laughs> <laughs> my high school nickname <laughs> yeah
2: um
1: it's like this is this is probably a troll Reddit post of somebody who was just like, If homosexuality isn't uh, a virus, then how come I get gay thoughts when my friend takes off his shirt? And it was like <laughs> that's probably a troll, it's still very funny. But uh yeah, dude dude was just like, If my finger is my butthole, what if I like it? And I'm like, What if you did?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also like liking it much. doesn't make you gay either. That's right. true. Pl- plenty of people who like
2: that too. <laughs> like we already know what makes you gay if you're attracted to another male. Please. Yeah. Is your butthole another male? No. Yeah. Get in there. All you
0: have, all, honestly, if you are scared that you could be gay, all you have to do <laughs> is have gay sex. <laughs>
2: <like this. laughs> that is honestly the solution. <laughs> it's exactly what big homo wants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's
1: the big homo agenda. <laughs> you know what, Seth? You're goddamn right. I'm just saying it is
0: a foolproof method to <sighs> know if you're gay or not. <sighs>
1: I do love how how this is like that's how insecure some people still are in twenty twenty one. Like what if I yeah. turn out to be gay? Dude, there are much worse things gonna happen to you right now. Like are you kidding me? hmm It's insane. But uh Man. Yeah. So we just accept the itchy butthole of capitalism and uh <laughs> yeah. refuse to get in there with our fingers and some soda.
0: Oh, and also if anyone hasn't seen the video of the guy who and who's like 40 years old and admits that he poops into the toilet paper because he doesn't know how to wipe his own ass, you should watch that. We should put it in the show notes. Yeah, You should link that video in the show notes because this man, who I swear has me 30 or 40, it says that he poops into toilet paper because he didn't know you are supposed to wipe your own ass. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: literally says, so you let the shit fall on the toilet? Yes! <laughs> he poops
0: into the paper uh-huh. and touches the shit
2: uh-huh. In his
0: own words.
1: Because he didn't know there was poop in the toilet. He, he says,
2: "Wipe your you, ass. You don't
1: catch it as it falls out? God. It's like, can you imagine being the middleman for your own poop in the toilet? <laughs> the toilet's supposed to be the middleman. Right. You've added a, an extra discreet step yeah, for you've no reason. you added a second middleman. Uh, there's no benefit to this. That's a great video. I will put it in the show notes. I watched it today, actually, when this, wow. this <laughs> butthole discussion came up. <laughs> Because the poop, y'all remember the poop knife, right? Uh, oh yeah, poop, yeah knife. poop knife. Good old poop knife discussion. You, you can actually buy a poop knife now on the internet. They, they've capitalized on it. You can you can of buy course. A poop knife. of course, of oh, course. Yeah. All good item, things. But, yeah, but uh, okay, boys, let's talk about. I guess we, we kind of covered video games earlier. It's good stuff that's happening. Well, Marcus, anything yeah. besides Genshin Impact? It's
2: right. I that's have nice. I have hooked up my VR headset and okay. played Phasmophobia. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh, boy, was that scary. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Why? Nice. Like, like, when you play on the computer, you've got that distance of, oh, okay, oh, oh, oh scary ghost, whatever. When you put that fucking headset on, <laughs> I'm in the house. I hear the creaking. The fucking ghost hands are right in my goddamn eyes. I was like, no, no, I can't. Yeah, that, that is why I categorize it <coughs> and it's just not do VR.
0: I already can't oh. do... Horror games in general, I don't think I can handle VR one. Oh my
1: god. But so yeah, imagine that's... your nightmare playing depth in VR.
0: No, I could not do depth. I couldn't do like Subnautica, people like that. No. Oh, oh I would literally shit myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, Subnautica is a terrifying game just on its own. I don't need a no VR helmet to help with that. Yeah.
0: No, thank you. No, no. So, thank
1: so you. Marcus, when you, when you did the
2: were you in your den? No, I was actually in my tiny ass room here. Uh-huh. So, they've got two options for, like, the the play area. You can mm-hmm. draw one yourself, or there's, like, a sitting position. So, I went for a sitting position. So, I wasn't doing much moving, but <laughs> lots of hand motion and shit. Were you playing with, with other people, multiplayer? Yes. God. Now, was were they also
1: cool. VR, or could you not, or you didn't know? Um, no, they were not VR. Okay. <laughs> so, you alone were experiencing the terror
2: I, yep <laughs> yeah it was pretty rough
1: I forget is, wow. is Phasophobia uh, an asymmetrical game where one person plays the ghost or is that an AI it's
2: an AI okay. it's an AI yeah.
1: interesting yeah. so so Phasophobia in VR uh, interesting experience for you oh yes So. did you play anything so else you anything a little bit more
2: lighter in VR or what Um, the only other game I've played in VR was uh, Superhot which is oh, yeah. really yes. fun until you get shot in the face. It's kind of oh terrifying. <laughs> I haven't played
0: uh Mind Control Delete just yet, but I and I didn't even know what the hook to that game was. But now that I know, that game is like pretty high up on my list.
1: What is this guy? I never heard of this.
0: What, Mind Control Delete? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a new version of Super Hot they made. And um it's like kind of like for it starts out as like a couple of like really cool super hot levels. And then The mind control delete stuff starts and you have to start giving up certain parts of the game. Like you can give up your ability to move. You can give up your ability to shoot. You can give up your ability to see. Um, And you have to do, every time you do one of these, you have to give up one thing. And Mm -hmm. it gives you two choices. Um, And by the end of it, you've given up like almost all of your senses and the game just gets bug nuts. So it sounds pretty cool.
1: That's fucking wild. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, but nice. Anything else, Morgan? Um, you watching anything or playing anything else?
2: Watching. I mean, have you guys watched Invincible? Like. No, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: The finale oh, was so fucking good.
2: F- right. Oh, my God. it I is. Know. It is rare that I cry after watching something. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Yeah. I knew it was coming, but God damn, when it's exactly. animated. It's, it's my it, favorite
0: anime of all time. Hold on. <laughs> All right, that's, that's the end of the show. Thanks, good. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I did watch some. An- I some anime. Sadly, I watched uh, Asunaga Drive. Nope. I watched My Hero Academia. Nope, um, Doro Hidoro. <laughs>
1: good show.
2: Um, you
0: it. Uh, what else? Titan X Hunters. Nope. Um, Titan
2: X Hunters. I'd love to see that. Interesting <laughs> <premise for sure. laughs>
1: My favorite part of the, In- the Invincible finale is the meme that has come out of Omni-Man doing the Think Mark. Thing. Think Mark! <laughs> there's so many good, already, already so many great uh Yeah, there, there's some on good that. ones out there. Oh, um, nah. yes. I also like the Invincible ending. I thought it, I thought it was uh, pretty good, and definitely, it was like, all those plot threads I was worried about, they were like, season two, baby, don't even worry about it. Yeah. Right. They literally do a montage of like, hey, we got you. <laughs> Remember that thing we set up before that we, we, you were wondering was going to come pack? It's not until next season. Don't wait. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, even, don't wait up for us, man. So, yeah. I thought it was a pretty good show. I mean, overall, apparently they're in the yeah. comic book, from what I understand.
0: And I already got seasons two and three, so right. hell yeah. Okay. To
1: hell. Damn, that's that's pretty crazy. And it's crazy to me how it's a 45-minute long animated show, which you yes. never
0: see. Never see, and they executed it so well to the point where, like all good shows, the episodes felt too short. Like mm-hmm. I was honestly like, it just started. How is the credits rolling? And yeah,
1: I fucking loved it. It remind me of Breaking Bad in that way, where every episode ends, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that was it, really? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I uh I, yesterday after 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 uh my week long activities that I was up to ceased, I binged an entire anime in one night, and mm-hmm. this one was Marcus. We talked about it for. Uh, called a uh, Zombie Land Saga, <laughs> which was a very, a very, a very funny, uh, uh, cute little show. Um, I guess Jesse
0: Eisenberg, um, Woody Harrelson, yeah, Stone, uh-huh. Abigail Breslin.
1: <laughs> the name of the show is very interesting because it's not a saga. There's a place in Japan called Saga, which was. It took me a while to under, to, to get to to understand, but my favorite part of this show is that. So then in the show there are these girls who come back as zombies and they have to form, they do a thing called like being an idol group which is like a I guess like a, like a boy band but for girls in Japan I guess. Right. Um, so a girl
2: band.
1: Sure. Pop group. Do we yeah. have girl bands in America like Spice Girls, I mean,
0: Pussycat Dolls? Right. Spice um, Girls is British, Dixie but okay. Pussycat Dolls is American. That's true. <laughs> um,
1: but anyways, yeah. they, they they start off as kind of zombies and they, all, they eventually regain their human senses or whatever but there's one character who never does stop being a zombie. <laughs> and it's just very funny that in group shots, there's always this one character in the background trying to bite somebody or doing stupid zombie shit. And I really enjoyed the comedy aspect of that. Um, that was my favorite part of the show, I got to say. Nice. nice. And uh, yeah. Oh, and also I'll just give a shout out to something
0: we watched recently. Um, if you haven't seen Your Name and you haven't cried recently, maybe give that one a check. Tri- because that movie is fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> I have viewed it thrice now and I cry every time. Dang.
2: Ooh. I can't stop myself. Have you seen it, Marcus? I have not seen it. I'm, I am very behind on my anime movies. I'm movies
1: movies are so much easier, though, because they're a movie. It's like like it's... I,
2: mean,
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll sit down and watch a fucking 70-episode show, but not a two-hour a two movie?
2: Yes. Okay, I'm well, weird. He's leave, leave me alone. <laughs> the
1: thing is, you're
0: not weird. That's how mm. everyone is. People will they'll binge a whole season of Bridgerton, but then they're like,
1: oh, "I'm sorry, but the Irishman's way too long. How am I going to watch a three hour <laughs> movie? Sorry." To be to be fair, I did tap out an hour or two of the Irishman. And never gone back. I was like, I get it. I understand what happens in the movie. I understand. I'm good. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but wait, but wait, Seth. We have to talk about. The news that came out today about Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, which is its runtime.
0: Oh. The movie is two and a half hours long, and it's supposed to be a zombie action movie. And I'm not going to get into the discussion about how long movies should be and if this is a good or a bad thing, because it's obviously a bad thing, and it sucks, and I hate it, and movies should be 90 minutes long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. I did actually do some research, and according to the most the most like uh, 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 sourced paper I could find, the most popular movies in the world are ninety to a hundred minutes long, and the vast majority of movies are eighty to hundred and ten minutes long. Yeah. So people on the on Twitter are claiming that two and a half hours is now the standard movie length. I hope you die. People <laughs> were like, people
0: were like, oh, that's only four minutes longer than the Avengers, and I'm like, hey. Yeah, The Avengers is long, but it had like five movies leading up to it, and it was supposed to be a culmination of all this stuff. Mm. This is the first movie in what might not even end up being a
1: universe or a franchise. Also, The Avengers was probably too fucking long as well. We could have cut some fat out of that motherfucker. Mm. <sighs> I just can't believe that, we're, that it's a two... I, I'm, I'm going to watch Are They did Like, it's got Dave Bautista in it. Oh, there's no way I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch the shit out of this movie but it's two and a half hours of my life that I'm never going to get back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Army I mean, of the Dead and Venom 2 are going to live in the same universe in my mind. <laughs> There's things I'm not going to engage with.
2: I mean... Did you say, Marcus? Oh, uh, no. Uh, ugh, ugh, sorry, ignore me. I'm okay. <laughs> we always what was that? do. Don't care.
1: All right. <laughs> Seth, are you watching anything besides uh, Invincible, or... No, I'm... Uh... I
0: don't have any shows right now. I guess I'll start watching that Bad Batch show, Star Wars thing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No. I might watch, uh, I might finish watching My Hero Academia, because
1: you got me so hooked on it with that first episode, so. Yes. He has not watched the show, everybody. It's actually <laughs> a very good show, I think, but he has not seen it. The okay. new season's out, but I don't think it's dubbed yet, so I haven't watched it.
2: I figure it uh, out. I have no such weakness. No, 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 no.
1: Marcus, that's because you are a higher level of whatever the fuck we are. Go ahead, go ahead. say,
0: say I, the w
2: word. Oh. Say
0: it. <laughs> Up until recently, I even if it had a dub, I only watched anime subbed. So I mean, I'm not yes. really against Marcus on this one. I guess you, maybe now sub. I might do sub. The only thing, I, only thing about watching stuff subbed is I can't eat while I watch it, and I like to eat while I watch things if I look down for a second, I miss something, and then somebody's a vampire, and I'm like, "Well, fuck! I gotta find out why he's a vampire now." Thank you, wait, so you Jonathan have watched, Joestar, uh,
1: you ha- yeah, you have watched Rosestar Adventure, okay, so you understand, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I get you though, Seth. I want to fool my phone occasionally, on a pull up phone, check Twitter or whatever, and I just hear what's yeah. happening. I, I want to look at anything I fast. can to so, not time engage time the that <laughs> yeah. and Marcus, we don't all live like you and have a liquid diet, or we're just. Drinking juice. Listen, constantly
2: liquid is superior, sir. Okay, it's, that's just a fact. In, out, done. I'm done.
1: I love the demonstration you gave us of, of how your digestive tract works. And he pulled yes. his dick out and showed it to us. It's weird. That's <laughs> <laughs> we all you it. need. I, yeah. I drink water and
2: it immediately came out of my mouth. <laughs> <throat> 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 <laughs> <throat> <laughs> is, is a well oiled machine. Or he's very sick and he's just a doctor. <laughs> It was an output immediately. <laughs> Where do you think all this moisture comes from, Seth? Think, think. <laughs> think, Seth. Okay. All right. Okay, well, uh,
1: that's an episode. um This has been the Religious Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at mcsurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on
2: Twitter, Instagram,
0: Twitch, and YouTube at Part Time Pretzel.
2: Uh, i'm Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches, and I occasionally do art for this podcast. I think
0: song was Ben Powell. He's been on the show before, and he's on podcast called Southern SmackDown. If that sounds interesting, go check
2: it out.
1: You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it.
2: Fuck Saturday Night Live. Um also fuck Big Homo. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs>
1: well Which they like, but, Don't, it's, but it's in a cool them. way. <laughs> Um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And
0: from New Orleans to New York, that's the this Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.